Hey, what's good, podcast? This is Tom. Listen, I'm stoked. I want to introduce you to someone today. Her name is Devin Rosillo. She's a friend of mine here in town. She's a speech-language pathologist, CEO, empowerment mentor, blogger, wife to Max, rescue dog mom to Stella and to Houston. Today, we're going to talk about how to get unstuck. Check it out. This is the Backpack Friends audio experience. Hey y'all, real quick, uh, Devin is a speech-language pathologist. She does care for children and adults. She serves kids with autism and young adults with cerebral palsy, adults with aphasia, Falling mm-hmm. stroke, is that right? Mm-hmm. Make sure I'm saying that right because yep. it's not my uh, toolbox. <laughs> and infants with dysphagia and, and some other stuff. She also does animal assisted therapy. And uh, I've met Stella in Houston, and <laughs> their dogs, and I love them. And they, they play a really powerful role, I think, in mm-hmm. some of that therapy. Yes, right? definitely. So I'm going to introduce you to her. So tell us your name, where we can find you on Facebook and oh. social, and yes. wherever you want people to go. Okay. Um, and introduce yourself to everybody. Yes. Well, first of all, hi, Tom. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Um, So you can find me at uh, facebook.com slash empowering speechy mentor. That is my primary um, place of contact. I'm on Facebook more than Instagram, but I'm also empowering speechy mentor on Instagram too. And then my website is empowering speechy.com. So you can contact me, all of those methods, whatever. I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you're listening to us, um, you can tell a couple of things. One, that... I am from Texas, and Devin is from Connecticut, <laughs> right? So uh, you are, you, how long have you guys, how long have you been here yeah. in Texas? Yeah, so uh, Max, my husband, and uh, my sister and myself have right. been here for a year in the beginning of April. Okay. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like we're still brand new, but we've been really? here for almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. <laughs> wow, man. Um, okay, so uh, let, we're just going to jump right in. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you talk about, mm-hmm. which I love, um, is that everyone is, is a leader, right? Everyone mm-hmm. can be a leader or a model to someone else. Uh, yes. What do you mean by that? We talk about that for just a, a minute. Yes, definitely. Although a lot of people have different roles in society. Um, I do believe that even if you feel like you're more of a follower or someone who just um, goes with the crowd, I really do think that everyone is a leader or at least a model in the world, at least to one person. Because no matter what your behaviors and your actions are, they are influencing the people around you. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's really significant. Um, I actually wanted to mention something to your podcast listeners. There is a video on YouTube called The Year of Self. And it's really, really interesting, really um, pretty profound, actually. It's like a six-minute video, and it talks all about how your actions and behaviors impact the people around you no matter what. So whether you have a positive energy, um, if you speak positive thoughts um, and words throughout the day, that kind of reflects on another person and that can impact the way that they go and talk about whatever it was throughout the day to another person. So it's like a ripple effect. It's like a ripple effect, exactly. And so the same is true when you're constantly thinking about negative things, when you're constantly talking about negative things, the same thing happens. If you have a negative mindset and you're projecting that onto someone else, they might have caused that same ripple effect to the next person they speak to and such and so and so forth. So it's interesting when you think about what 
how you're showing up every day. If you are showing up with that positive mindset or that negative mindset and really how you could be influencing the people in your life. Yeah. I have a personal uh, story around that. I think that when we first moved here, I had someone that I had met who was feeling really, really depressed because they were also pretty new to the area and didn't really have any friends, didn't really have any passions to pursue. And so it was a really hard time for her. And I noticed that because I was around her a lot, that kind of came off onto me a little bit too. And I noticed that my mindset wasn't as positive. And I also felt really, really challenged because no matter what I did, no matter how I tried to help necessarily, it wasn't changing the way that she felt. And so it was really hard to actually make that difference in her life and, and watch her struggle. But through that, I learned that, you know, as a model, as someone who behaves in any different or any type of way, I can influence how she's feeling as opposed to actually giving her suggestions and telling her what to do and all of that stuff which wasn't making a difference I decided to lead with intention essentially see I, I like that because yeah. uh, something I've noticed if you think about think about the uh, 80s 90s and early 2000s the the books that are out mm -hmm. right when you talk about business or relationships and all the self-help big section at mm -hmm. Barnes & Noble, mm -hmm. there were a ton of management books. Mm -hmm. There were very few leadership mm -hmm. books. Okay. Um, now what we've seen is a shift in yeah. leadership books yeah. because I don't think people like to be managed. I think they want to be led. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, one of the things that we talked about, and we, you and I have talked about, but when we talk about in our Backpack Friends Tribe, mm -hmm. is that uh, leadership isn't about being in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's about it's about caring for those in your charge. Yes. And the way you show up, the way you lead people, yeah. the way you influence people mm -hmm. by your behavior, um, by your 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 outlook, right? By your words, mm -hmm. by your actions, by mm -hmm. you serve people. Mm -hmm. um, you can have an influence in an, on an entire community, right? Just because, it's like the butterfly effect. You, yeah. You do something for me, and that changes my mood, and I. You know, treat someone different at HEB, and they treat somebody different at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's hard. It's hard to begin that process. It's hard to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. right? It's hard to build momentum. Mm -hmm. But when there are a handful or more of us in a community with that intention, mm -hmm. like we can change the whole community. Yes, I think. Yes, exactly. Uh, I fully believe that too. And and I actually heard something interesting on a podcast um, the other day called Manifestation Babe. <laughs> I don't love the name, but, but I love absolutely 100% what she talks about. And she had her fiance on one episode um, the other day and she was asked, they were talking about role models essentially. And they were talking about how everyone is a model to another person, whether it's a positive role model or a negative role model. And they're, they were discussing children, how they are like sponges, essentially. Sure, yeah. And if you tell them to eat your vegetables, but you won't touch your vegetables, what are those kids going to do? Are they going to touch their vegetables? Right, right. <laughs> Probably not. And so I really think it's interesting the way that, like I said, one person can impact one person, but that one per the, the second one person is going to change the way they talk to the next person. And so that can have that ripple effect on the community as a whole. And also when, you know, you are showing up as a leader, it impacts the rest of the people around you and the people that you're talking to as a whole. I have a Facebook group called Stagnant is Not Your Purpose. Yes. I'll, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> Thank you. And I think that it's really, it's hard to show up every day. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 
it is hard to show up every day because you have a lot of people essentially counting on you and depending um, on you to possibly brighten their day or possibly enlighten them with something valuable but it's totally worth it to show up <laughs> um, and I think it's really cool to be a leader in that group because of the effect that I could be causing on someone else because of the way I could be changing their day based on what I post that day um, and it's a really really cool group because I find that as I share my support other people in that group are sharing their support too right and one of the things I like about that group, which mm-hmm. I am a member of, on <laughs> um, is that uh, you feel, and it's on your blog too, it's on your website mm-hmm. too, um, you focus a lot on the why, mm-hmm. right? Yes. The stagnant, stagnant is not your purpose. We're not created, we're not wired to be stagnant and yes. be stale, right? Yeah. We're wired for growth and purpose mm-hmm. and influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you can attach that at one of our shared mentors, mm-hmm. mentors, um, Ed Milette mm-hmm. talks a lot mm-hmm. about um, attaching it to what he says. Ed, I hope you're listening. Um, <laughs> one of the things that he says is attaching it to some big old reasons, right? Your, yeah. your big reasons why you do things. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do things because, yeah, I mean, quite honestly, it's fulfilling yes. to serve somebody else, yes. to influence somebody else, yes. to make an uh, impact. Um, you think about... You and I both journal. We both write. We both mm-hmm. keep those you know, things uh, for us, for our own intention, for our mm-hmm. own growth. Mm-hmm. But the other side of that, I think, is there's a legacy piece to that. Mm-hmm. That down the road, my kids, my grandkids, people I don't even know yeah. someday when I'm long gone may get their hands on that mm-hmm. and see what I've written or what I've shared or my thought process and it can help influence them down the road yeah right that's part of that why why we yeah. do those things yeah yeah no it's very cool when you lead uh actually when you find your why first of yes. all because right, right. uh, that is a hard thing to find and pe- you said that people are wired for growth and yes they are but they also in human na- human nature almost prefer to be in that stagnant place yes. because it's, it's more comfortable yeah. and it's easier. Yeah. You think fear drives that? Soci- yes, definitely. So like, so- I don't want to say society, but some parts of society sure. make it easier and more relevant to be complacent. Yes. Oh, for sure. Because when you, when you're, when you like growth and I think a lot about creativity, mm-hmm. um, those are acts of rebellion because you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're working outside of the status quo. Anytime yes. you change something or you move, yes. movement always causes friction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, or so resistance. Or re- uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that, I think you're right because I think the uh, whether it's human nature or society, mm-hmm. an object at rest mm-hmm. tends to stay at rest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, we don't want to we don't want to move, but once we've built the momentum mm-hmm. for change, mm-hmm. um, Tony Robbins talks yeah. a lot about six needs. Like there's mm-hmm. six basic human needs that everybody we all share. Certainty, uncertainty, connection, significance, growth, and contribution. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> nice. Tony, I hope you're listening. Um, growth and contribution. And when you can tap into something, some activity, some service project, some purpose, mm-hmm. right, that meets two of those needs or three of those needs, that can almost be an addictive kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. for me... Uh, our Backpack Friends program is is hugely significant because on a personal level, it's causing me to grow, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. it's contribution. So there's yeah. those two needs that I feel um, 
that feels bigger than just myself yep. that I can I can pursue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not a criticism. It's like mm-hmm. you say, it's not a criticism. I think yeah. I think a lot of people like to be at rest. They like certainty. Yeah. For instance. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Yeah. It's I, I I think that that is just an interesting topic in general because there's two things that I'm thinking of just based off our conversation and one is. Going back to Ed Milet, he talks about, I can't remember exactly what he calls it, but like the thermometer of life. I'm not sure if you've heard him talk about this, but essentially like people are... um are born and comfortable being at a certain temperature. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like and a so, like, yes, like a thermostat, exactly. And so, um, they want to just sit between 65 and 75 degrees, right? And so, when they start to get into the 95 degrees or even just 85 degrees, that gets really, really scary and that gets nerve wracking and it feels uncertain and it feels less secure. And so, people start to cool back down. So as they're heating up, they get scared and then they start to cool back down to that 65 to 75 degrees. And I think that speaks a lot to just fear, the fear of change and the fear of maybe failure, even the fear of growth in general, because those are all three very, very real things that cool people back down. Well, and even like in relationships, mm-hmm. right? I've talked to a ton of people about relationships and, you know, hey, I, I met this new guy, I met this new girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels right. Mm-hmm. Even though you're looking at that person going, they're just as much of a jerk as the last <laughs> guy you went out with. Um, sometimes I think it doesn't feel right as much as it feels familiar. Yeah. Right? So yep. there's that, that's that, you know, I've got to stay, I've got to stay around 70 degrees yeah. because if I get too much this way or too much the other way, mm-hmm. then there's fear there. Yes. Um, Hey, y'all, a quick word. I have had so many people ask, hey, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? How can I help you guys grow? Here it is. It's real simple. $10. If we had a thousand people on this rock, give $10 a month. You realize there are 7.7 billion people on the planet? If we had 1,000 people give $10 a month, we could have $120,000 a year to feed children who don't have enough food to eat. That's not a big deal. That's not hard to do. That's one trip to buy an overpriced coffee. That's giving up one meal at Chick-fil-A. Not all of you can give $20, $30, $50 a month. Most people can give $10 a month. You can go to our website, go to backpackfriends.com slash donate. If you have any questions about what we do, you can always reach me personally. Join us. I would love for you to help us change the world. One of the things that you talk about is that uh, people at their core, they want to help other people. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you, I mean, how do we, how do we influence people? How do we help them, equip them, or give mm-hmm. them tools or strategies mm-hmm. or alleviate fear mm-hmm. so that they can experience helping other people? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So the how. I think that one of the hows is certainly leading by example, like we talked about a little bit, um, being that example for another person. Um, but I also believe that a lot of people don't change or don't try to support others or don't have this mission of serving because they can't see the outcome. 
Oh, sure. Because, you know, there's a lot of pushing before the outcome. There's a lot of, like I said before, resistance before the outcome. And so kind of leading by example almost shows someone else what that outcome could be. You, um, a lot of people think of, uh, of role models as above them maybe. Um, and that's certainly not a sure. great way to look at it, <laughs> but it, but it's how it's, it's, it's how people feel. And, and if, if, when they do that, right? yeah. like it, like if, if I didn't know you yeah. and I, I read your blog and I look at your Facebook, mm-hmm. and I, I buy your course and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. My, my default mm-hmm. is to think, man, I could never be like her. She's <laughs> like superhuman and I'm just kind of, you know, regular old schmo <laughs> living my life. Um, but that belief gives me an out. It gives me yes. an excuse to not yeah. step into that leadership, not step into yeah. serving, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it, it puts you on a, you know, not to take you off a pedestal, but mm-hmm. it puts you on a pedestal to yeah. go, well, I can't reach that. She's right. like, you know, doing right. all these things I can't do. Right, which I don't need to be on that pedestal. It's just I have either figured out the how myself or even the why myself, or I've had people supporting me along the way oh, to sure. teach me the how and the why, to show me how to get to my why, yeah. and then to show me how to do it. One of the things that you said was that people want to help people. So how do you get them? How do you get them to mm-hmm. engage in helping people? People want to help people because ultimately there is this really interesting selfish need to feel fulfilled. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's the selfish need I totally feel why, not not why, but part of the reason why I like to make an impact or why I like to serve people is because ultimately it's fulfilling to me and it's fulfilling to them. So by me serving, I'm impacting two people now. I'm impacting myself and I'm impacting them. And so I think that's the reason that People love to help other people. And the how you do it, I think, like I said, I, th- I believe that leading by example is one of the or one of the ways that we can show them that they're able to make an impact, essentially. Yeah. Um, and we can support them along the way by asking them revealing self-awareness questions. So I think asking kind of like almost leading questions to someone who is stuck uh, can be a really helpful way to get them unstuck. So um, one okay. of my like famous questions is, yes. is what is holding you back? Yes. Right. And it gets people to think about what is going on in their brains because oftentimes when we get stuck, it's a self-imposed limitation. Right. It's it's a a self-imposed limiting belief that we have about ourselves. Like, for example, one of my limiting beliefs has always been, if I try, I'll fail. And that's a big freaking limiting belief. <laughs> There's no reason for that to be there. And so an exercise that I've done more recently than not actually is I will write down what my limiting beliefs are. This is part of my journaling exercise. I don't do it every day, but when I do do it, I will write down what my limiting beliefs are and I write down uh, the evidence that I have to support the opposite, to support that it's uh, not yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. And after I write down the evidence to support that it's not true, I write down the opposite of that limiting belief. So you start with the negative, you flip it around, and write, uh, you know, write down everything that supports the opposite of it, and then you write the positive. And that's a really, really excellent self-awareness exercise to help you bust past that limiting belief. Yeah, no, I think that, mm-hmm. see, one of the reasons I love that, that tool, that exercise, mm-hmm. um, is because we all have limiting beliefs. We all have these these ideas in our head, this self-talk or whatever it is, that number one, I don't think we were born with. Mm-hmm. I think we picked it up somewhere. We yeah. were told it or we assumed it or yeah. it, get, it gets into our programming. Yeah. Right? Um, 
So, uh, all right, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, knowing everything you know, uh, if you could have a billboard, mm-hmm. right, that's, that was in front of all of the world, um, and you could give them one message, mm-hmm. what would that billboard say? I think that... Can I say two things? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> my billboard is going to say two things. Um, one is that stagnant is not your purpose. It's my biggest message right now. Stagnant is not your purpose. That's probably what the, the billboard would say because I think that it's thought-provoking and people need to provoke thought <laughs> in themselves because they, they reach a different level of themselves when they start to think in, introspectively, which can cause a greater change ultimately in the, for themselves and for the other people around them. My other message, though, would be only once you serve and really care for yourself are you able to start fully caring and serving other people. Mm. Uh, I think that, I mean, this this goes into self-care a little bit um, or quite a bit and self-love, but taking care of yourself is imperative. I know that had I not been exploring personal development for a year and a half before I met my husband, my relationship never would have worked because I wasn't, a year and a half before then, I wasn't in a place to take care of someone else too or just to care for someone else too because I had not been working on myself. And as soon as I started working on myself, and really becoming confident in myself and and starting to love myself more, that's when I was able, when life, you know, threw a man at me that I would end up getting married to. And it's really cool how I can actually care for him, support him, and, you know, comfort him, whatever, because I actually have done those things for myself now. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and and what an opportunity to do that now on this side of that. Yes. Rather than previously to that. Yes, definitely. Well, thanks for doing this. Yeah. Thanks for taking time out of your day. Uh, yes. I know you got to go to Panera. <laughs> so, hey, for everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're going to drop some show notes in the description below. Be sure and link up to, to Devin's Facebook and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing, website, so you can get in touch with her. Check out her course. Remember that you got to get out there and you need to be legendary. We need <laughs> you to do your thing. So if you need either one of us, hit us up, and I will see you soon. Bye. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. If this podcast has brought you any value, if it's motivated you, inspired you, or caused you want to take action and help make your world a better place, please subscribe to the podcast. Send it to someone who might need to hear it just as much as you do. Also, I've had a lot of people ask, what can we do to help Backpack Friends? It's real simple. Go to backpackfriends.com slash donate, and for as little as $10 a month, you can help us wipe out weekend hunger. That's what we're doing, and we couldn't do it without the Backpack Friends Nation. I'll see you there. If you have any questions, give me a shout.